welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa, and I'm just so glad that you're here with us today to read the one-year Bible. We're reading in the King James Version. Let's just get started today and see what God has for us, because we know it is good. God bless the reading of your word today. I pray, God, you anoint our ears to hear, our hearts to receive, and we will give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 2 Samuel 14, 1 through 15, 22. Now Joab, the son of Zeru, perceived that the king's heart was toward Absalom. And Joab sent to Tekoa and fetched thence a wise woman and said unto her, I pray thee, feign thyself to be a mourner and put on now mourning apparel and anoint not thyself with oil, but be as a woman that had a long time mourned for the dead and come to the king and speak on this matter unto him. So Joab put the words in her mouth And when the woman of Tekoa spake to the king, she fell on her face to the ground and did obedience and said, Help, O king. And the king said unto her, What aileth thee? And she answered, I am indeed a widow woman, and mine husband is dead. And thine handmaid had two sons, and they two strove together in the field, and there was none to part them. But the one smote the other and slew him. And behold, the whole family is risen against thine handmaid. And they said, Deliver him that smote his brother that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he slew, and we will destroy the heir also. And so they shall quench my coal which is left, and shall not leave my husband neither name nor remainder upon the earth. And the king said unto the woman, Go to thine house, and I will give charge concerning thee. And the woman of Tekoa said unto the king, My lord, O king, the iniquity be on me and on my father's house, and the king and his throne be guiltless. And the king said, Whosoever saith aught unto thee, bring him to me, and he shall not touch thee any more. Then said she, I pray thee, let the king remember the Lord thy God, that thou wouldest not suffer the revengers of blood to destroy any more, lest they destroy my son. And he said, As the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair of thy son fall to the earth. Then the woman said, Let thine handmaid, I pray thee, speak one word, my lord the king. And he said, Say on. And the woman said, Wherefore then hast thou thought such a thing against the people of God? For the king doth speak this thing as one which is faulty, in that the king doth not fetch home again his banished. For we must needs die, as are as water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither doth the God respect any person, yet doth he devise means that his banished be not expelled from him. Now therefore I am come to speak of this thing unto my lord the king. It is because the people have made me afraid. And thy handmaid said, I will now speak unto the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his handmaid. For the king will hear to deliver his handmaid out of the hand of the man that would destroy me and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then thine handmaid said, The word of my lord the king shall not be comfortable, for as an angel of God so is my lord the king to discern good and bad. Therefore the Lord thy God will be with thee. Then the king answered and said unto the woman, Hide not from me, I pray thee, the thing that I shall ask thee. And the woman said, Let my lord the king now speak. And the king said, Is not the hand of Joab with thee in all this? And the woman answered and said, As thy soul liveth, my lord the king, none can turn to the right hand or to the left from aught, that my lord the king hath spoken. For thy servant Joab he bade me, and he put all these words in the mouth of thine handmaid, to fetch from this form of speech hath thy 
servant Joab done this thing, and my Lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God to know all things that are in the earth. And the king said unto Joab, Behold, now I have done this thing. Go therefore, bring the young man Absalom again. And Joab fell to the ground on his face and bowed himself and thanked the king. And Joab said, Today thy servant knoweth that I have found grace in thy sight, my lord, O king, in that the king hath fulfilled the request of his servant. So Joab arose and went to Geshur and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him turn to his own house and let him not see my face. So Absalom returned to his own house and saw not the king's face. But in all Israel there was none so to be praised as Absalom for his beauty. For the sole of his foot, even to the crown of his head, there was no blemish in him. And when he pulled his head, for it was at every year's end that he pulled it, because the hair was heavy on him, therefore he pulled it, he weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels after the king's weight. And unto Absalom there was born three sons and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a woman of fair countenance. So Absalom dwelt two full years in Jerusalem and saw not the king's face. Therefore Absalom sent to Joab to have sent him to the king, but he would not come to him. And when he sent again the second time, he would not come. Therefore he said unto his servants, See, Joab's field is near mine, and he hath barley there. Go and set it on fire. And Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and came to Absalom into his house and said unto him, Wherefore have thy servants set my field on fire? And Absalom answered Joab, Behold, I sent unto thee, saying, Come hither, that I may send thee to the king, to say, Wherefore am I come from Geshur? It had not been good for me to have been there still. Now therefore let me see the king's face. If there be any iniquity in me, let him kill me. So Joab came to the king and told him. And when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him chariots and horses and fifty men to run before him. And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. And Absalom said unto him, See thy matters are good and right. But there is no man disputed of the king to hear thee. Absalom said, Moreover, O oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which hath any suit or cause might come unto me, and I would do to him justice. And it was so that when any man came nigh to him to do him obedience, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. And on his manner did Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. And it came to pass, after forty years, that Absalom said unto the king, I pray thee, let me go and pay a vow, which I have vowed unto the Lord in Hebron. For thy servant vowed a vow, which I abode at Geshur and Syria, saying, If the Lord shall bring me again indeed to Jerusalem, then I will serve the Lord. And the king said unto him, Go to go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. But Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as ye hear the sound of the trumpet, then you shall say, Absalom reigneth in Hebron. And with Absalom went two hundred men out of Jerusalem that were called, and they went in their simplicity, and they knew not anything. And Absalom sent to Hittophel, the Gilanite, David's counselor, from his city, even from Gilo, while he offered sacrifices. And the conspiracy was strong, 
and the people increased continually with Absalom. And there came a messenger to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom. And David said unto all of his servants that were with him in Jerusalem, Arise and let us flee, for we shall not else escape from Absalom, making speed to depart, lest he overtake us suddenly and bring evil upon us and smite the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servants said unto the king, Behold, thy servants are ready to do whatsoever my lord the king shall appoint. And the king went forth and all of his household after him. And the king left ten women, which were concubines, to keep the house. And the king went forth and all the people after him, and tarried in the place that was far off. And all the servants passed on beside him, and all the Cherites, and all the Pelotites, and all the Giltites, Six hundred men which came after him from Gath passed on before the king. Then said the king to Atai the Gittite, Wherefore goest thou also with us? Return unto thy place, and abide with the king, for thou art a stranger, and also an exile, whereas thou camest but yesterday. Should I this day make thee go up and down with us? Seeing I go whither I may, return thou, and take back thy brethren. Mercy and truth be with thee. And Atai answered the king and said, As the Lord liveth, and as my lord the king liveth, surely in what place my lord the king shall be, whether in death or in life, even there also thy servant be. And David said to Atai, Go and pass over. And Atai the Gittite passed over, and all the men and all the little ones that were with him. John 18, 1-24 when Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Cedron, where was the garden unto which he entered, and his disciples, and Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place, for Jesus oft times resorted thither with his disciples. Judas then, having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees, cometh hither with lanterns and torches and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that should come upon him, went forth and said unto them, whom seek ye? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said unto them, I am he. And Judas also, which betrayed him, stood with him. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Then asked he them again, Whom seek thee? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let these go their way that the saying might be fulfilled which he spake, Of them which thou gavest me have I lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it, and smote the high priest's servants, and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Then said Jesus unto Peter, Put up thy sword into the sheath. The cup which my father hath given me, shall I not drink it? Then the band and the captain and the officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him, and led him away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Cephas, which was the high priest that same year. Now Cephas was he which gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest, and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door without, then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest, and spake unto her, that kept the door, and brought in Peter. Then saith the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of the men's disciples? He saith, I am not. And the servants and the officers stood there, who had made a fire of coals, 
for it was cold, and they warmed themselves, and Peter stood with them and warmed himself. And the high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world. I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, whether the Jews always resort, and in secret have I said nothing. Why askest thou me? Ask them which heard me. What I have said unto them, behold, they know what I said. And when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why smitest thou me? Now Annas had sent him bound unto Cephas the high priest. Psalm 119, 97 through 112. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Thou, through thy commandments, hath made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Except I beseech thee the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked I have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined mine ear to perform thy statutes alway, even unto the end. Proverbs sixteen eight through 9 Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm.